today my focus is on the uh, Old Testament and I want to speak about a man that many people love, uh, the Psalmist David, which who is one of the most uh, famous and influential people in the Old Testament because of his life and his testament and the way he was devoted to God. You know, he is quite a controversial but loved figure because in him we see the worst of sin and in him we see the best of repentance. In him we see a person who can go uh, wild and at the same time in him we can see a person who can be a friend of God. You know, many people who speak about repentance or many people who thrive to repent, they focus on David or they give him as a case study which makes him a person who is quite influential and who has principles that we can learn from and can help us. I want to focus to the book of 2 Samuel chapter number 16, verse number 5. It says, As King David approached Bahurim, a man from the same clan as Saul's family came out from there. His name was Shimei, son of Gera. And he cursed as he came out. He pelted David and all the king's officials with stones through, though all the troops and the special guard were on David's right and left. And he cursed. Shimei said, Get out, get out, you men of blood, you scoundrel. The Lord has repaid you for all the blood you shed in the house of Saul, in, his, in whose place you have reigned, and the Lord has handed the kingdom over to your son Absalom. You have come to ruin because you are a man of blood. Then Abishai, son of Zeriah, said to the king, Why should this dead dog curse my lord the king? Let me go over and cut off his head. But the king said, what do you and I have in common, you sons of Zeriah? If he is cursing me because the Lord said to him, curse David, who can ask, why do you do this? David then said to Abishai and all his officials, my son who is of my own flesh is trying to take my life. How much more than this Benjamite? Leave him alone, let him curse me, for the Lord has told him to do though. so. It may be that the Lord will see my distress and repay me with good for the cursing I am receiving today. So David and his men continued along the road while Shimei was going along the hillside opposite him, cursing as he went and throwing stones at him and showering him with dirt. Father, bless the reading of your word in the mighty name of Jesus. I want to speak about the subtitle that I have called When the Dust Settles. Now, we know the story of David's son Absalom, how he tried to take the kingdom from his father David. And in this chapter that we are seeing, we see uh, David running away, avoiding to fight and killing his own son. On the other hand as well, he is the man who believed in God and he is running away to seek the counsel of God or to seek the fulfillment of the will of God. He is running away and trying to see what God is going to do, whether God is going to curse and punish him or God is going to forgive him and return him to his kingdom. Remember, this is a man who walked with God. This is a man who fought so many battles. This is the same David who was anointed at age 15, 16, where he was anointed and uh, made to be king of Israel, which he never did until 15 years later. This is the same man who uh, killed Goliath with uh, you know, nothing that was fenced with just a sling and some stones. This is the same man who uh, claimed the kingdom from, from, from Saul. This is the man who took over from Saul. This is the man who had been ordained by God, but Saul did not hand over the kingdom very easily. That David had to flee at a certain time. So this is a man we see again fleeing for the second time, which brings me to a place where I can say David could have chosen to fight because God was always with him in his battles. But in this scenario, he chose again to run away and flee. And 
I would picture that he was trying to see what God was going to do because he is a man who believed in God. Remember when he wrote in the book of Psalm that some trust in horses and chariots, but I trust in the Lord. This is the man who says that our help comes from the Lord. This is a man who writes in the book of Psalms and says that when I am distressed and troubled, lift me to the rock that is higher than I. This is the man who says, I'll look up to the hills from where my help comes from. So this is a man called David who is walking and he is running away from his son Absalom who is trying to kill him, trying to see what God is going to do because he understood the sovereign nature of God. Unlike most believers today, David understood and welcomed the judgment of the Lord to the extent that he was willing to accept a curse from God or a rebuke from God that when his son Absalom uh, tried to kill him and banished him from the kingdom as he took over the kingdom, he did not curse his son. He did not wake up and try to fight him back. He just understood that God is doing this for a reason. So he picked what he had and the man and he fled. The men who followed him, who were with him and he fled and he, he went to a place where we did not know he was going. At times, you know, as believers, we find ourselves where we in a situation where we try to fight to bring back the things that are being taken away. But we see the opposite in the life of David. He could have chosen to, to, to fight easily. He could have made a coalition with other kings. He would have called all men and tried to fight against his son Absalom. But he chose to believe in God and left the kingdom and waited for God to uh, pass on his judgment and give his ruling. Similarly, we find ourselves in situation where he was, where you know things that we thought they were for us are taken. Things that we thought they were for us are gripped from us. The, the people that we thought were for us turn against us. And I like what I learned from the man called David. He he pulled himself away and he went to a place where he knew that God was going to speak to him. And when he is along the, 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 the path to go and hide and flee from his son, I don't know where he was going. I, I wonder if he thought he could flee from his son forever. But as he is doing this alone, he meets a man called Shimei. Imagine he is running away from his son who wants to kill him. And it does not become easier for David. He meets a man who was of the descendant of Saul, whom he had taken the kingdom from, whom he had taken the throne from, whom he had taken the kingship from. And he is running from his son who wants to kill him. And he meets someone who could even want to kill him even more because he took the kingdom from his uh, father or grandfather, however he was related to Saul. And as he meets Shimei, Shimei is one of the descendants of Saul. And he was angry for what David did by taking the kingdom. And he begins to throw, you know, dirt at, at David. He began to curse David. And he began to curse him. And he said, you are a man of blood. You deserve what is happening to you. I want you to imagine yourself in a certain situation. Maybe you wronged someone years ago and you ask for forgiveness to God and God forgave you and the day that you are in trouble that very person you wronged or someone who is associated with with the person that you wronged comes to you and begin begin to curse you and say you are going through a b c d because you deserved it because of what you did to me it even made it worse because David is running away for his life and this person is coming with news that is not comforting but making him feel even more terrible at times our we find ourselves in this scenario we find ourselves in a it's a situation where our posi opposition comes to haunt us at times we find ourselves where challenges in a situation where challenges are being thrown challenge after the other because of the purpose that we carry sometimes we find ourselves in this scenario it even goes on further to add calamity after calamity we feel like we are about to get to our breakthrough but a breakthrough does not come we are plunged into another Another, uh, another trouble, another calamity. Imagine having gone years with no, you know, uh, you, you have been praying.
praying for something or maybe you've been praying for a job. You have gone for years without a job and you are believing God that God is going to bring a job and God, and, and you know, you, 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 you fall sick. It's like things are going on, bad things one after another. You run out of electricity, you run out of uh, uh, water, you run out of uh, an accommodation. It's like bad things keep on happening one after another. I, I'm trying to, to make you understand the situation that David was in. He was in a dire situation and was waiting on God for a sign. And the sign that comes, and the only thing that comes is a man who is coming and cursing him and throwing stones at him and throwing dust at him. I, I, I want to talk about a subject that I've entitled, When the Dust Settles. So imagine you are David. You are looking for help from above as he writes that I will look up to the hills from whence comes my help. And as he's waiting for help, another challenge comes. The man begins to throw stones. I believe the man, if he had the ability, he could, he could, he could even kill him. But I like how David responds to this situation. I like uh, a few things that I see from David. He, he does not curse this man. He says that perchance God is cursing me or rebuking me for the sins that I have done. I am not going to curse this man, but I'm going to wait and see what God is going to do. David is unlike any of us. He does not answer back at this man or curse him. He does not shout at this man. He does not order his uh, soldiers to kill this man. But he said, let us let him go. Perchance this is the Lord's doing. I like several things that I see in this scenario as David is hanging on. I want to, you know, we know how the story ended. David ended up coming back to the kingdom Absalom uh, got killed as he is trying to pursue David and David reclaimed his kingdom but I want to you to imagine the transition between the time where he is fleeing his son between the time where he is being showered with death with the time where he is being uh, uh, where he is reclaiming the throne I want you to see the gap that is in between and I want to speak about what you can do and what happens until you go back to the place where you were until you reclaim the kingdom if you are like David I want to talk about what will happen and what you can do until the dust settles I like one thing that we see from this chapter as David is being cursed we begin to see that God does not curse David and God does not neglect David because later down the line he reclaimed the kingdom which gave me one thing that make, makes me sure of my faith number one what is born of God will come to pass this is David who has been uh, removed from the position of power by his son but later down the line in the later chapters we see David reclaiming the kingdom because what has been born of God shall come to pass God had ordained David to be king God had anointed David to be king such that whoever would come and pull David from the kingdom whether it is so whether it is his son the kingdom would still come back to David because it had been prophesied uh, that until the 10th generation Israel will have a good king which is David so it was his destiny it was his purpose him being king was not engineered by him but it was born of God and it came to pass because it had been called by God he reclaimed the kingdom number two we learn that it is important for us to keep focus on, on your purpose even in gloomy seasons. I know there are seasons where we, we, we lose vision. There are seasons where we are impaired our vision. The dust is rising so high that we don't see clearly. We don't see uh, the, the mark that is ahead of us because there is so much, you know, barriers that are in our eyes. But I want you to learn from David that you need to keep focus on the purpose even if things are gloomy, even if things are blurry, even if there are many uh, obstacles in your way. You need to keep focus as David did. David knew 
knew that the kingdom is going to come back because God ordained it for him. God ordained him for the kingdom. So instead of focusing on what was happening, instead of focusing on Shimei who was cursing him, he focused on what God was to do. His answer was clear and short and he said, perhaps it is God. I will wait and see what God is doing in my life. I want to, to say this to you, that you might go through situations, you might go through circumstances, but I want you to keep your eyes on the focus. I want you to keep your eyes on the promise of God because in the promise of God, that is where you are going to become. In the promise of God, that is where you're expected in. In the promise of God, that is where everything about you is. So I want you to be like David who kept focus on his purpose even though things were gloomy. Number three, we see that our faith in God will ensure that we don't crash. The only thing that David was putting focus on was on God. In other words, I would say David was believing in God. He was believing in God to rebuke him. He was believing in God to change him. He was believing in God to bless him or to, to make him reclaim the kingdom. And he had faith in God. I remember at a certain time, David spoke in the book of Psalms that, Oh Lord, I have taken your word and I have hid it in my heart so that I don't sin against you. And in the New Testament, the Bible tells us that now faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And I believe that as David had took the word of God and hid it in his heart, he had faith within him. And as everything is going on like this, David had faith in God and he kept his focus on God and his faith in God ensured that he doesn't crash. I know certain times we come to situations where we feel we, we want to just change everything. We just want to come from that bad situation. We want to attack the people that are attacking us. We want to respond to the people that are saying bad things about us. But I want to change your focus to something that can work in your good. You need to keep your focus upon God. You begin to focus upon God begin to push everything aside and keep your focus upon God because in those gloomy seasons when things are going well your focus and your faith in God is going to make sure that you are not uh, embarrassed. It is going to make sure that you are not shamed. Number four, we need to understand that everything happens with the permission of God and there is no coincidence and it happens for a reason and I believe there is a reason why uh, God was allowing David to be shamed by Shimei and he went on and threw dust upon him. But one thing that I like is that there was a purpose and David became a better person because of that. He was humble. He was brought to humility. He was brought down and he remembered who God was in his life and he kept his faith in God. Number five, last but not least, I want us to understand that there is no storm that will keep rising. There is a time where the dust will settle. She may came and cursed David, but there is a time where he stopped cursing. She may came and he began to throw stones at David, but there is a time where you stopped throwing the stones. Shimei came and threw dirt and dust upon David, but there is a time where the dust settled, and when the dust settled, God began to do great things in the life of David. God made David reclaim the kingdom when the dust had settled. I'm here to tell you that there might be dust that is rising in your life that is impairing your vision and your purpose, but my encouragement in my word to you today is that there is no time where, the, where there, there is no storm that stays forever. Whether it's a hurricane, it's a tornado, it's a dust storm, it's a sandstorm. There is no way it's going to be a storm forever. There is a time where the dust and the storm is going to settle and stop and the promises of God are going to be made manifest upon your life. As uh, the writer of Psalm says that when the Lord turned our cap captivity, we were like those who dreamed. 
and our mouths were filled with laughter and a new song. And I want to encourage you and speak to you in this day, afternoon, morning, evening, wherever you are streaming this video from, that God has a purpose upon your life and every dust that is rising in your life, it shall settle. And when the dust settles, the glory of God shall be revealed upon your life and you shall begin to see the greatness of God being ushered in your life. There is no storm that rises forever. There is no dust that rises forever. There is no hurricane that comes forever. There are no challenges that come forever. There is a day where God is going to turn your captivity. And I believe as David is walking, he is not walking just with sorrow, but he is walking with sorrow and humility and a broken and a contrite heart. But at the same time, he had faith in God. I want to encourage and say in every circumstance, always remember and turn your back to God. Keep your eyes focused. Keep your eyes focused on the purpose. Though the dust might rise, it, it is going to settle again. The dust might rise anyway, but whether it's provoked by people, it is provoked by your by what you did. I want you to lose your focus of all that and focus on God. I know sometimes the actions that we did before begin to bring some of these things to happen like this in our lives. Sometimes it is the, the way we treated people before. Sometimes it is people that are just acting against us. The important thing that I want you to know is that at a certain point, the dust shall dis the dust shall settle. Where you find yourself when the dust has settled depends on how you acted, depends on how you responded when the dust was high. So I want to encourage you and speak to you in this day that when the dust is rising, I want you to keep your eyes on the purpose. I want you to keep your eyes on the vision. Lockdown is not going to be there forever and when it ends or settles, what you did during the time of lockdown, during the time of the pande pandemic is going to determine how far or near you are from your purpose. If you keep praying, you shall reap the rewards. If you keep building, you shall live in growth when the dust settles. If you keep moving, you shall find yourself at the destination or near the destination. If you hold on to your purpose, you shall see the manifestation when the dust settles. If you keep trying despite no, uh, how many times you fail, despite how many times you crumble, you will bounce back and recover when the dust settles. David does not or blame anybody, which is the problem that many of us have today. We blame so many people. We don't want to take uh, responsibility of what is happening in our lives. But I like what David says. He says, I don't want to be quick to judge. Maybe the Lord is repaying me for the bad that I did. I, I, I want us to come to a position and a place and a season where we stop blaming other people. We stop the blame game and we own each and everything that is happening in our lives and we go to God back so that he can help us to fix it. I want to leave this world where we you today and say when the dust settles you shall see the manifestation of God you shall see the purpose of God you shall see what God has for us but between now until when the dust settles I want you to keep your focus